You are listening to Agriculture, a podcast that interviews a range of inspirational people from the farming community with a whole host of interesting tales to tell. Coming up in today's episode. What I really liked about young farmers is that you tend to put yourself in so many situations that you never thought you would be in and that makes it fun and exciting and you meet new people and you develop and it's very hard to find another organisation like that that has so many different opportunities for you and different competitions or courses for you to go on that you never ever thought that you'd be involved with. I'm Mary Jane Laurie and in this episode I'm joined by Lucy Mitchell. Lucy was an active member of Young Farmers from her early 20s and went on to become National Chair of SAYFC from 2022 to 2023. Lucy has recently handed over this role and she tells us about what Young Farmers is, what sort of opportunities it gives young people and what her year as National Chair was like. Hi Lucy, we're here today to talk about the Young Farmers. For any listeners who are not familiar with the organisation, can you explain to us what Young Farmers is? Hello and thanks for having me on today. Yes, so Scottish Association of Young Farmers, also known as SAYC, is an amazing organisation that aims to develop rural youth between the ages of 14 years old and 30 years old. It's a fantastic organisation as it has so many opportunities for people to learn and develop through many aspects such as competitions, travel, networking, leadership courses and then there's also the fantastic social aspect to it as well that many people love and it really creates a community for those aged between 14 and 30 and beyond as well as we have so many people even after the ages of 30 helping the organisation flourish and develop. That sounds great and before we get into talking a bit more about the young farmers it'd be good to get to know you a little bit better. Can you tell us a bit about your background? Are you from a farming family? Yeah, so I had the privilege of being born onto the family farm. When I was younger, we had sheep, so I had great fun feeding lambs, feeding sheep, thinking that I was helpful. <laughs> um, I was also the eldest of six children, so we had yeah fantastic time when we were younger, just playing about on the farm and always having people around and having a really busy experience with it. Now that I'm older, I still stay on the farm, but we've changed the system to be more streamlined, to be um, fattening cattle. My dad and brother run the business now and streamlined it to be purely fattening cattle. So while I stay on the farm, my involvement with it is a lot less now. But as I've grown up, I've really realised what a privilege it is to have been brought up on a farm and how you develop so much with being outside learning about life and death and having the opportunity to work alongside your parents and actually get to know what your parents do not many people do understand that they say goodbye to them at 9am in the morning they go to work and don't really understand what they do for a living so I have a farming background and as I've grown up I've realised what a privilege it is to have that background. Yeah I would agree I'm also from a farming family and it's just there's no there's no childhood quite like it is there and I suppose when you're younger, sometimes you wish that maybe that you'd lived in a town with all your friends and stuff. But yeah. looking back, it's nice to have had that childhood, especially with you, the sheep. I think that's a great way to get involved with younger kids. Cattle, it's a bit trickier, but having pet lambs and stuff has been nice, isn't it? Yeah, you're totally right. So what age did you get involved with Young Farmers? Was it as soon as you turned 14, you were straight into the club? No, actually. My mum was very like a fun-loving person that was really involved in Young Farmers up in Murrayshire when she was younger mm-hmm. um, and she'd always said make sure you go make sure you go 
And at that point, my local club, West Fife Young Farmers, would send out letters to people that they thought would be interested in coming along. So I received um, a letter, I think when I was 14, but I was probably too shy to go along. Then I think when I was about 16 or 17, I received another letter, went along to a few things. But like a lot of people, you then go to university and you tend to put young farmers on the back burner because you know it'll be there once you finish university. Once I finished university, I joined West Fife Young Farmers properly, so probably quite a late starter, about Mm -hmm. 21, and I was put straight onto the committee and became secretary, and that's how I really got involved, was being that person that organised the club and then progressed up there from club level to district secretary, which really enjoyed as I met so many more new people and learnt more about young farmers and just kept working up, so... Yeah, wasn't the stereotypical person that started at 14, went a bit of a different route, which many people do actually go about going for. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I was exactly the same, wasn't involved in Young Farmers until after university, just for the same reasons, left home and went up to uni in Aberdeen and, and came back. I joined at Edinburgh probably when I was 22, so similar similar sort of age. Um, and I think that brings a different perspective to it. And, and you're at that age, I think you're probably ready to be on the committee and things and get more more involved. So what were your first sort of experiences? What are your first memories of being involved with Young Farmers? What sort of competitions and things were you involved with? I actually tended to take on the role of organising or being in charge of the club. And most of my Young Farmers experience has been very much taking on roles and making sure everything's run correctly. But in terms of competitions, I really enjoyed being in part of Cabaret. That is a competition where, as a club, you have to come up with um, a 10-minute sketch where you're singing, dancing, acting on stage. And as a group, it takes you weeks of practising to get to that point. You all kind of chip in and you become friendlier with everyone because you get to know each other better through that experience. And then you have the nervousness of going on stage and performing. And, yeah, so much fun that is. West Fife, unfortunately, when I was involved, never did well in terms of winning. I think we always kind of came last, but we had so much fun working as a team together. So that was probably my first competition that I got involved with. But I've tried most of the competitions, they're sporting ones, so gave them a bit of a bash, tug of war, um, handicrafts. Something I regret not doing is doing the speech making competitions because mm-hmm. they really set you up for life. But when you're younger you probably don't appreciate or realize how much that they're going to develop you as a person. I think that's for people that are not involved in young farmers hearing about like the cabaret for example that's not a stereotypical farming activity but I think that's what's so great about the organization is it has a range of activities for all sorts of people and it's not I mean the 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 cabarets are often related to farming there'll be like some sort of farming comedy and puns in there but it's developing those skills as you say that otherwise you maybe wouldn't have the opportunity especially for people that are not going to university or college and getting off the family farm it just gives you that opportunity to try something new doesn't it? Yeah and I think that's what I really liked about young farmers is that you tend to put yourself in so many situations that you never thought you would be in and that makes it fun and exciting and you meet new people and you develop And it's very hard to find another organisation like that that has so many different opportunities for you and different competitions or courses for you to go on that you never, ever thought that you'd be involved with. So what were the highlights in your Young Farmers calendar? The cabaret, was was that the main one? Yeah, really enjoyed, really enjoyed the cabaret just because you were working as a team 
and you got to know everyone better. Obviously, the social aspect was good fun, where you'd go to dances, um, go on club buses and have a night out, which I think is just as important for people to be able to meet people and get to know each other a lot better. I enjoyed the rallies that we would have. So they are days in the summer, normally kind of June, July time, where it pulls clubs from a certain area together and there's a whole range of different competitions on that day. So you'll have stock judging, cooking competitions, handicraft competitions, sports, and just smaller, less prestige competitions such as a rally race, who can run the fastest, etc. And I think they were, again, highlights because there was quite a buzz around them. And you got to know other people from different areas and you got a bit of a competitive spirit behind your club, which helps pull you all together. Yeah, absolutely. You alluded earlier on to you being involved as as a role of secretary. So like any sort of organisation or charity, I guess, that Young Farmers has committees to run the, the local clubs and then a national committee as well. So can you just explain to us a little bit about the structure, about how that all works and then what your roles were as you worked through Young Farmers? Most areas in Scotland have a, what's called a club and there are 72 clubs in Scotland that are made up of around 20 to up to about 70 members where those members aged 14 to 30 are responsible to run that club and that's one of the great things about young farmers is that at such a young age you're being taught in a fun way on how to run meetings and run an organisation. So you'll have a chair and secretary and a treasurer for each club. Then there are sections of the organisation called districts, which pull together around three to five clubs in each area. And you'll have district secretary and treasurer and competitions, which give the clubs the opportunity to meet other people within their area and have a bit of a competitive spirit. Then we go up to regions where Scotland is split into three regions, the east, the north and the west. And again, you'll have a whole different level of committees and competitions where clubs will probably try and strive to be able to get to the level of competing at those regions so again it adds a new network and a new set of competitions for people to be involved with and new development opportunities and then at the top we will have the national committee which is responsible for the competitions and running of the organisation as a whole And that's where the Board of Trustees sits as well. So the trustees of the organisation will be at the national level. And to get up to those levels, representatives are elected at each level. So that at each level, you've got a fair representation of areas and ages of the young farmers. And so you eventually became national chair. So can you tell us what your year as chairperson was like? Yeah, so when I started West Fife Young Farmers, I had no idea that I was ever going to become a national chair. I didn't actually even know what national chair was or fully understand the structure. So it was something that I can't say I've always wanted to do. But as I worked up, I really enjoyed being involved and really enjoyed meeting new people and how the aims that you set for your committees and areas, seeing them progress and having positive impact on everyone else, that then made me work up to national chair level which I was delighted to be elected into in 2022 and what a whirlwind of a year that was 
as a national chair, you are responsible for being the face of the organisation and engaging with the members. And that came with the requirement of attending different district and regional meetings and events throughout the whole of Scotland. I met so many people, met so many members, learned so much about young farmers and the industry from that, and it was a fantastic experience. With that role, you're also the chair of the Board of Trustees. From that, you're responsible for the strategic direction and growth of the organisation and the charity governance, which was a real learning experience and something that I really enjoyed, actually, was learning about how the charity worked and helping progress it go forwards. It was a very intense year where travelling all over Scotland and the UK, but what a fun and rewarding year it was. And I'd highly recommend anyone to take on that position if they get the opportunity to. And presumably you were working at the same time, so it must have been a bit of a struggle to fit in all these extra like weekends away and travel. Because a lot of the Young Farmers stuff is at weekends, but there's a lot of stuff during the week as well, isn't there? So you, you, I guess you were travelling around and trying to fit in work as well. It must have been a challenge. Yes, it was a challenge. Being able to do that, you need to have a, an employer that's willing to work with flexible working because some nights you could be asked to go to Aberdeen or Ayr or Inverness. So the stereotypical nine to five, if you have to be there all times nine to five and make doing the role very difficult. So I was very fortunate to have an employer that has that flexible working ability. And yes, you're right. There's meetings that take place most evenings throughout the week. And then on top of that, you'll have the larger gatherings, competitions and events at the weekend. So it fairly does take up your life, whether you're at club level or national level, the more you put into it, the more you're required to be at. And yes, it does take up your life, but um, the rewards and the benefits and the fun and the development from that is well worth it. So what would you say are the, the main skills that you gained then from from your time as sort of an active member of Young Farmers and then as national chair? As an active member, I think it really developed my confidence because you were thrown into so many situations that you wouldn't normally be thrown into. And from that, you develop and you learn, oh, I can do that or why not give that a shot? What have you got to lose? I think from being an active member as well, your communication skills develop because Mm -hmm. you end up speaking to people from all ages, from all over Scotland, and it kind of takes you out your comfort zone again with that. Then there's the more practical skills in terms of being able to run a meeting. Not everyone actually has that knowledge, but from a young age, you're shown how to efficiently run a meeting with minutes and budgets. You gain that organisational um, secretarial skills. You also learn how to chair meetings, which is really valuable in any career that you go into. And aside from that, you learn skills which you never thought you would learn, such as how to dance, how to sing, how to cook the perfect shortbread, how to stock judge, lots of different skills from that. And I think I put myself forward for a few of the travel opportunities and learning opportunities on terms of courses. So from that, from being a general member, got to see the world Um, which really opens your eyes and makes you a more um, understanding person of what's going on in the world. And the courses teach you about leadership and how you can develop organisations that you're involved with. So they are both really valuable. In terms of the skills that I learned from being national chair, they were more softer skills. So how to 
run a meeting effectively at a board. That was something that was a skill that I picked up and how to make sure everyone's voice had been heard and appreciated. How to keep conversation going in board meetings um, and have effective and healthy discussion and keeping it as a challenging discussion without people feeling shut off or that they hadn't been heard or listened to. Also learned a lot about how to drive a team forward and set aims and objectives and measure them, the operations of a charity. And through that role, there was a lot of opportunities for me to engage with other organisations and learn how they operated and take their best practice from that as well. You mentioned there as well about international travel. So what sort of opportunities are there for that? Can anyone apply to go on these international travel experiences? Yes, anyone can and they should. There are many different opportunities through Young Farmers with Travel. So you have what we have called homestays where you can go to other countries that have young farmers and stay with other young farmer families for up to a few months. And that's a really good opportunity because you learn about their culture, you learn how the families operate over there. And again, it's a situation where you're really taken out of your comfort zone because you're traveling by yourself and living with people that have a common background but you don't know. We also have group travel opportunities where you can travel with other young farmers and they're also fantastic. We tend to change them up each year so that we have members going to different locations. In the past we've had China, India, South Africa and the International Committee are currently trying to decide what they're going to launch next year. On top of that, we have trips that are more specifically aimed at those that would like to learn about agriculture in different countries. And they take the form of study tours, which tend to be about two weeks. We've just had a study tour of young farmers come back from Canada this summer. And the year before that, it was in Chile that they went to. And we also have a ski trip, which is a great way to meet new people and have a bit of fun skiing that takes place normally in January. So there's a whole range of different travel opportunities and then we also like to add some ad hoc ones here and there depending on what international events and conferences are going on at the time. So we've sent some people to the Calgary Stampede for an example. But yeah, there are such fantastic opportunities to take up because you get to meet other young farmers, you learn more about the organisation, you see new cultures and a lot of these trips are fortunately funded by some trust so it's a cheaper way to travel as well so fantastic opportunities to travel with young farmers. My next question was actually if you were going to say something to encourage any young people that are listening or perhaps parents with young people that are of young farmers age if you're going to encourage them into young farmers what would you say but I think that international travel bit alone just sounds fantastic but if there is anyone listening and and they're on the fence still about joining what would you say to them? I would say yeah please join. It's an amazing opportunity and there's no other organisation like it. You can easily find out where your local club is through going on the SEYC website and it will tell you all about joining there. But the opportunities that you gain from being a member are absolutely brilliant. You develop as a person, you make so many lifelong friends from all over Scotland, you learn more about agriculture And as I've said throughout this podcast, you're always put into situations that you don't think you'll be put into, which really make your time there enjoyable and develop you as a person. And you'll have great fun as well. Young farmers, while they've got all these fantastic opportunities, they do like to have the social side of it too, which is a major perk. And 
it's just such a great organisation to be a part of. I would say definitely give it a shot. You've got nothing to lose. What role do you think Young Farmers plays in the Scottish agricultural community? I think it plays so many roles. So firstly, it's got the important aspect of taking people who perhaps may not have the opportunity to leave the farm off the farm and it also gives those that do have the opportunity to leave the farm an extra added benefit of being part of this organisation. It develops the industry from a young age um, through their skill set, their confidence and their network. It also has the, the added benefit that it creates a real nice social community where even if you're over the age of 30, you may be invited back to be a judge or you might want to go to the events to support the young farmers that are performing and trying to fundraise etc so it has quite a nice social community which I think is really important for people and even out with that young farmers do so much for other charities and communities so in 2022 SUIC as a whole raised around £80,000 for other charities and young farmers are very good at giving their time and resources to care homes for example or people that need it in the local community so I think it plays such a huge part in not only creating a real social aspect and helping the well-being and health of those in it but I think it plays a major part of the well-being and health of those out with young farmers as well as preparing those within the industry with some extra skill sets that they may not have had the chance to develop in other ways of life. I think that's totally true. Perhaps the more sort of isolated rural communities, especially. Um, I live just outside Edinburgh. So I'm fortunate that I'm in a, a bustling, busy place, and there's always something going on. But I, I can imagine for areas that are more isolated, just because of their location and less populated, then young farmers is really the backbone to the the rural community. Aside from SAYFC, you've also been working for the James Hutton Institute as their events and engagement manager. What does that role involve? Yeah, that, that's right. The James Hutton Institute is a large organisation which is globally respected. It has around 600 staff which have the main focus of delivering fundamental and applied science to drive sustainable use of land and natural resources so that we have basically a world that can produce food for the increasing population. So it's a really interesting organisation to work for where there's always the latest science going on within agriculture and seeing the industry develop. In the role that I'm in, I run the the events department and we have a range of different events that first of all try to take the information from the James Hutton Institute scientists and relay them to farmers so that they can see the latest research and develop farming techniques. We also have events to raise the profile of James Hutton Institute to help with bringing in funding and making the brand more trustworthy of when we are launching new ideas. And we also have events to engage with the public to let them understand or have the opportunity to visit farms and see and learn more about agriculture, which is something that I think most organisations within the industry are keen to push. So it's a really interesting role where working with scientists to understand what the latest research and exciting developments within the agri-industry are, and then working with the agri-industry and the public and other stakeholders to relay that information through events. So it's a really interesting role. 
it sounds like all the work that you've done with young farmers just from you know as a club member right the way through to national chair all those skills that you've gained are probably really useful in the job that you're doing now yes definitely it's, it has set me up for that without even realizing it, I was probably getting trained for a role like this so I'm really yeah. appreciative of at a younger age being shown how to run meetings and I've yeah I've taken all that into the role that I'm in and have to chair meetings and I would say my skill set's definitely been down to the roles that I've went through young farmers with. I read that you've also taken part in the Rural Leadership Programme and the Worshipful Company of Farmers Challenge. Why did you decide to take part in both of these courses and what did they teach teach you about yourself? So I decided to go part of them because when I was the National Vice Chair, I realised I was about to embark on a really um, important position and I wanted to make sure that I had developed enough to do well in the position I was about to take on so I applied to both those programs with the idea of developing myself and my leadership ability and also trying to hone down what I think were the key aspects that I should focus on while in that position of the national chair of the SEYC. Both courses were fantastic at doing that again a bit like young farmers you meet new people you're mindsets challenged and you learn a lot about leadership and how you can develop as a person to be the best possible leader so it was really my role in young farmers that spurred me on to apply for those programs and then obviously through my work and my career there's been an added benefit of those skills and softer skills being used there too and they're both annual courses I believe so you can anyone can apply and and see how they get on with those Yes, that's that's right. Yep, they're both annual. One is in Scotland and one is held down in Devon by the Worshipful Company of Farmers. We'll put a link to in the show notes to, to those websites so if anyone wants to find out more about those, they can. So you've obviously done a lot of self-development, self-driven by going on these courses through the Young Farmers. What is it that drives you to keep pushing yourself? I really enjoy learning. So I enjoy doing these projects and challenging myself and I enjoy learning from that so that's one thing that motivates me to apply for these sort of positions and courses and the other aspect is that when I am about to embark on a project or a job I like to ensure that I do that to the best of my ability and I think that the only way you can do that is to identify areas that you think you could improve on or develop and then go away and work on them. They're the the two aspects about me that have pushed me to do those positions and apply for those projects and courses finally then Lucy what's next for you yeah that's an interesting question because I'm also asking myself that right now having just come (laughs) off as SUIC's national chair I've gone from living my life at 100 miles an hour to a slower pace just now so I've just recently went on to the Royal Highland of Educational Trust Board of Trustees so that is a new project for me to be involved in And yeah, with my personality of enjoying learning and new challenges, I probably am looking for something else to be involved with and learn about. But what that is, I'm not entirely sure yet. (laughs) And and there's (laughs) on a postcard to us and we can give you some suggestions. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time today, Lucy. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Agriculture. If you'd like to get in touch, you can find our contact details in the show notes. If you'd like to get involved in The Young Farmers, you can find a link to the SAYFC website in the show notes. This episode was presented by me, Mary Jane Laurie, produced by Kerry Hammond and edited by Ross McKenzie in association with the Scottish Government.
the Farm Advisory Service podcast. Audio advice on livestock, crops and soils, environment, rural business and more. Brought to you in association with the Scottish Government.